Hi. Hi. I'm Randy. And I am Claire. <laughs> <laughs> and you are listening to <laughs> Killer Vibes, the True Crime Podcast. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> okay, friends. This is part two of the case of Daria Nikolaevna Saltikova. Yay! <laughs> the Russian serial killer. Okay, so... When we last left off, we were talking about how Daria got away with beating and murdering a pregnant serf that was on her land, and it just sort of solidified the fact that she could do whatever she wanted, because she just got away with it. The police even were involved, and they were like, eh, she's got a lot of money. I can't really do much. We decided that she was the original Russian mafia leader. Exactly. So there you go. Um... So the beatings and deaths continued, obviously, and (laughs) she would actually make, usually make another serf start out the beatings, and then once she was satisfied with that, she would take over to the point of where she would kill the person by beating them to death. So I just feel like that's a really horrible person, horrible person, well, she is a horrible person, but it's a really horrible way to kill a person. Yeah. Do you agree? Do you think it's a pretty, that's pretty violent, pretty gross? Pretty terrible. I'm going to go with one of the worst ways to go. I agree. It was a consistent thing that happened at the house. And like I was saying before in the other episode, she's very particular about- (gasps) This house is so haunted. We should go there. (laughs) I don't know if they're still standing, but we should find that out. Um, I would definitely go and, and stay in her house and see if there was some ghosty ghosts. Mm-hmm. Probably sure there are. I don't know. Could find some proof of that. Um, but anyway, so just a really horrible way to kill people. And she killed a lot of people. A lot of them. Because she was in complete control of these people. And right. they were there. They were hers. Um, and She could so, do whatever she wanted. Yeah, she could do whatever she but wanted. she's sadistic. Exactly. We'll get into, you know, all of that later. Um, so this is horrible. She would command male serfs to beat their wives all the time. She just took sexual pleasure out of right. seeing this. She was a complete sadist. It was horrible. And what could they do, you know? <laughs> like either beat your wife to a, a, a semi-pulp or let Daria do it and kill them. Right. So there was a whole, you know, there was this weird balance. And She's they, awful. Yeah. And they couldn't do anything. Law was completely against them. They weren't considered people, but murder is still murder, friends. You can't just murder people. And, um, you know, Russia was making some advancements, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, so one witness said that she even poured boiling water on a peasant girl who displeased her, and then after that beat her to death. Witnesses also recalled seeing the body and how the skin was beginning to peel off of her bones Ew. because of how hot the water was. So she she just did this stuff. Like, she didn't care. She didn't care. She, they were so expendable to her. Um, so it must have been practically impossible for these people to defend themselves, like I said. And the fact that the husbands had to obey Daria's order and beat their wives just goes to show how much influence she had and how scared people were. They couldn't do anything about it. So she was so well-connected that the people working there couldn't do anything, not to mention that the women were the ones that were being targeted, and they were the ones who were cleaning her house. So it was so easy for her to just, like, pick something stupid, like a piece of dust on something, and get mad about it, and then have that be her excuse for killing someone. Right. It's just horrible. Um, So 
uh, another witness even said when she was beating a male servant to death, she cried out, I am my own mistress. I am not afraid of anyone. Yeah. It's really horrible. I know. And the reason we have all of these witness statements is because they would testify against her. um, And they would... um, They said that the reason these violent crimes went on for so long was because everyone just let her do what she wanted, including kill the people who were just seen as property to the nobility. And um, I mentioned it before, but this was not the only noble person who had killed a serf before. So, but, and then pushed it under the rug. The difference was, is that Daria was killing hundreds of them. She was killing tens of people every week. It was just really bad. Not good. And this went on for six years. So that's her time period. So that's a lot of people. So many consider her to be a sadist, which... Well, that makes sense. Makes some sense. You know, and I am an idiot. And when I I didn't know what that meant for a really long time, and I thought that used to be like, oh, she believes in Satan and sacrifices (laughs) people to Satan. But that is not correct. (laughs) Um, A sadist just means someone who takes sexual pleasure out of brutalizing other people and beating them within an inch of their life. It could be both. Yes. They could also also sacrifice them. Yeah, they could do that too while they're doing that. That would be a Satanist, a sadist Satanist. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Um, so there, it, it's weird. Um, but yeah, so it's different than like BDSM stuff where it's yeah. kind of like, we have a safe word. Yeah, this, this isn't is, that. This is no. not Fifty Shades. No, this is like literally beating people to the point of where they cannot. Yeah, you They're do dead, you, you know? do you if you want to have some right, kinky right. stuff going on. But Kinky consensual. You can't murder people. No, that's not cool. That That's not a thing. Don't do that. So... This is just like in complete contradiction to her up to upholding her like devout religious beliefs. And some sources said that she thought she was a god, that she thought she was on par with God and that she didn't have to answer to anyone. And that's how she justified a lot of it, because, well, I mean, her whole life has told her that. Exactly. There was nothing to say that she had to be respectful of life. No, she got everything she wanted. She didn't have to do anything. And then she's invincible. No one can like there's no repercussion repercussions for anything she does. No, exactly. So she she literally thought she was that's a god. That's literally what god god. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> that's a god. Yeah. So rough rough estimates of the number of people she killed was upwards of 130 people, which that's a lot of people, friends. That's mm-hmm. a, a ton of people, and they were mostly women. All of them were women except for three men that she killed accidentally apparently. And I tried to find information about how they died. I don't know. It was not there. It was not available. So I couldn't find any information about those specific killings. But then again, she may have killed as many as 147 people. Wow. Yeah. And she actually, talking about her male servants, because I'm sure they pissed her off too, she tortured men in a really different way. So if a man wasn't doing his job, she would just kill off his family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So she would kill... Their wives, creative, their children, and their parents. That's what she would do, which is just horrible. Um, and one of her serfs actually lost three of his wives one by one at the hands of Daria. Wait, why does he have three wives? Well, so he got married first, <laughs> and then she died. Oh, and then he married. And then he married again, and then he. And oh then she God. died, and then he married again, and then she died. So, do you think that her motivation was more to torture women or men because i mean the women are dying but the men are suffering the emotional like what do you which one do you think she hated more well we'll get into that okay (laughs) because it's it's a topic that is discussed about about her um because again 
there isn't really like a trigger for any of this necessarily. Like the only thing that happened in her life was that her husband died. Uh And then right afterwards, literally the year that it happened, she started brutalizing people and killing them. I mean, plant a serial killer on hundreds of acres of land, land with hundreds of people who mm-hmm. have no rights as human beings. No, and it's just like this is what's going to happen. Fresh for the pickings. So, um, again, there is some speculation as to why she only killed women specifically. Um, and she also focused on married or pregnant women. So she would target them as well. Hmm. So many sources say that she was angry at them for having love lives that were so much more successful than hers was. Some even say what really triggered... She's jealous because her husband died. Well, there's more to it. She had a lover. (laughs) Daria! I know! Girlfriend! (laughs) So, some say it was really triggered Daria's desire to kill was because of a tragic love affair she had after the death of her husband. So, after poor Gleb kicked the bucket, (laughs) she was only 25. She's young, she's vivacious, she's rich out of her mind, and she lived next to a really handsome captain named Nikolai um, Andreevich, and I'm going to say his last name wrong, Tychev, Tychev, I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) we'll call him Nikolai. So the two began a love affair, which everyone knew about, and I just want to know what the serfs were talking about, like, just like gossiping about in um, Nikolai's estate because they were right next to each other and people knew about what was happening at the Saltikova estate. Right. So I just want to know what those poor people were thinking about living right next to all this brutality and not being able to do anything. And then in walks Daria having this like ravaging affair with their um, property owner and they can't do anything about it. She's just there all the time waltzing around. I would just love to be in like the kitchens talking about this. <laughs> some good gossip yeah, is going really around. Really good gossip is going to happen. I just <laughs> wonder what they were talking about because you know they were witnessing all of this. They're people. They have conversations, and, right? Um, you know, there were so many of them. I'm sure that they they talked about it all the time. So, what else are you going to do while yeah, right, waiting to get murdered? Yeah, right. Well, just waiting for Daria to get mad at you. <laughs> Anyway, so the couple didn't carry on for a very long time. The relationship broke off in 1762 when Daria was 32. So it went on for, well, it went on for a significant amount of time. but Like it, seven years? Yeah, roughly. But they never got married. Nothing really happened between the two of them. They never had like an illegitimate child or anything. Um, but they did break off the relationship uh, right before Lent in 1762. And <laughs> She's giving up. <laughs> yeah. Just, giving, giving up you ha- having an affair Lent. for Lent. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, she's on a How devout. <laughs> so stupid. So um, all of this would have been fine and lovely. Just cut it off. Nice little clean sweep. But the captain actually started courting another young woman almost immediately afterwards. And she was younger and prettier than Daria, which obviously made her jealous. And when she learned that the two were engaged to be married, like a crazy person, she decided, you know what's the best option here? Blowing up their house. Well... that'll do it (laughs) that'll get rid of them for you so she planned to bomb the couple and she sent servants to go and buy five pounds of gunpowder and then she mixed it with sulfur wrapped it in some cloth and then sent a servant to go put the package in the captain's house and when he and his new wife were home he would light it and then blow up their entire house (laughs) 
It's great. Good stuff. Now, I just feel so bad for the guy whose job this was because clearly he was not sadistic like Daria was and he didn't want to kill anyone. And if he blows up the entire house, not only will it kill the two that she was intending to kill, it will kill everyone in the house. Yeah, I don't think I would there. do that. Yeah, and so he comes back. I'd peace out. Yeah, he comes back to the the um the estate, and he's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this. And then, of course, she beats him, and then she sends him back out, and I'm pretty sure he lies about this because I would lie. He said that the package isn't lighting and that the bomb isn't going to work. And so she's like, oh, fine, whatever. And so she has to revise her plan a little bit. Good for that, sir. I know. Smart thinking. Good, Good tactics there. So Daria then decided she would send a group of serfs to attack the couple on the road at night and kill them both and make it look like it had been an accident, like somebody had, um, like highwaymen had attacked them. Uh Um, Again, the Russian serfs, despite their lack of human rights, really pulled through. They thought this was a stupid idea, and they told Nikolai about the plan and warned him that this was going to happen. And so Nikolai was like, I'm going to the police. And so there was another complaint filed against Daria. Um... Unfortunately for this idea of, for this being her triggering point, it's a little irrational due to the timeline. She was murdering her servants long before this incident happened, but I found this in a book that I read about Daria and other female serial killers, um, that the incident with the captain shows a sense of logic on Daria's part. It shows that her madness, which people had recognized in her by that time, was actually cool logic. So she was so logical. She was logical to a fault. Um, The plan to kill her ex was completely calculated. She bought what she needed, um, and when that didn't work, she revised, and then she tried it again. So the only flaw in her plan was really the lack of devotion to her by her serfs. But her plan was very logical. Like, it really was, because um, back then you couldn't—I mean, people—we didn't have bomb experts, and people didn't know that that was, you know— you know, that you could study forensics on a crime scene or something like that and discovered where the bomb had taken off and everything. So it was actually a pretty smart plan. Right. Um, and I thought this was really interesting. The fact that madness and logic have always kind of been interlinked when people talk about that. Um, and madness can be seen as just pure logic. And there, it's just untainted with caring and human emotion. Yeah, I clearly... mean, this person's bothering me. I will get rid of them. It's pretty logical. Yeah, absolutely. And... Again, you have to realize, because we as the, the both of us are very emotional people. Like, we feel things. We're connected to people. We cry, like, once yeah, a day. We, yeah, right. We're, <laughs> you know, we're people. <laughs> we feel things. But for Daria, she's a completely different breed of, of person. Like, she doesn't she's feel a sociopath. that emotion. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, to Daria, this plan was logical. And the human lives she was taking didn't matter because she just wanted to get rid of them. And this was the best way to do it. So she did it. Yeah. Um, and I have a quote about logic and um, how that works and madness. And I just thought it was really cool. Okay. So, um, so it's imagination does not breed insanity. Exactly what does breed insanity is reason. Poets, poets do not go mad, but chess players do. Mathematicians go mad and cashiers, but creative artists very seldom. I am not, as will be seen, in any sense attacking logic. I only say that this danger does not lie, that this danger does lie in logic and not in imagination. Um, And this is by, that quote's from J.K. Chesterton, who is a poet and an artist and a really eloquent writer. And I thought that was a really well written. I think that's right. Right, I think, I think um, really high logic does have a flaw to it 
And you can't look at everything from such a higher perspective because then you start to lose your humanity in it. And this is exactly what was happening to, to Daria. And nobody recognized that because as we know about the Ed Kemper case, behavioral mm-hmm. science unit came about in the 1970s. <laughs> yeah. so, so they've got a little bit before that starts to become a thing. So I just wanted to tie that in because I think human psychology is really interesting when talking about serial killers as we've discussed before. Um, And it's important to understand their logic patterns and how that works, but she's completely separated from any element of of actual human emotion. Right. um, Because she just cannot connect with it. Except for her sexual pleasure. Yeah, right. Except for her, like, sadistic need to beat people. So (laughs) it's really... But that is at a totally different emotional level. So she's at these two extremes, and um, Mm -hmm. her OCD pops up. I call it OCD because that's the best way I can convey it. But, like... She's so intent on all of these different elements being perfect that if they're not perfect, Mm -hmm. her logic says, get rid of that person. We need someone better. Yeah. Well, when you think, I mean, I think about like children who haven't been, um, you know, exposed to the world as long as we have. And like that would make lot. I mean, that makes logical sense to them. Like, I don't like this person. I don't want them here. Mm -hmm. Like that's because they don't have contextual understanding of. Right. What life is. And it doesn't really seem like she does either because she's been in this bubble her whole life where she I mean, her understanding of humanity is just very different. Like exactly. I just told it makes total sense how she got to where she is. Yeah. And so people that say that her only trigger was this guy leaving her is completely incorrect. No, it's it her was, entire it was life. Her entire life. It was in her environment, the way she grew up um, and the church that she was a part of. So, um, Sorry if I sound like a man today. I'm like super sick. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fine. We still. Know I probably it's sound you. like a normal person because my voice is typically like really high pitched. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it's fine. You sound fine. Okay. <laughs> um, so now we're gonna get into the arrest because this has been going on. She's got forever. two complaints against yes, her now. So she's got two complaints against her, um, and another complaint by a, a surf but clearly that went by the wayside right. um so the guy I was telling you about earlier the man who had lost three of his wives the one who made the second complaint oh she has three complaints against her right so sorry i forgot about the second one the third complaint came from anicia's from, husband yeah. and then he was exiled mm-hmm. this is the guy who like married someone and then it she died and then married oh, oh okay the three wives guy okay um so he worked in the stables, and Daria hated him. They did not get along very well. And um, he just decided, after seeing all of this death and witnessing his wives, and they have beautiful names, and I'm going to say them because okay. Russian names are so pretty. They're really pretty. So his, his first time, his first wife was named Katerina. Um, his second wife was Theodosia. And his um, third wife was um, Akinesia. Those are so beautiful. Mm-hmm, oh, my gosh. Right? So he was just fed up of seeing all these people die. And um, who blames him? I'd be fed up with it, too. So uh, this guy and another surf went all the way to St. Petersburg, carrying a letter claiming that Daria Saltikova had killed over 100 people in the past six years. And they wanted to personally bring their claims to Catherine the Great, who is now ruling Russia at this time. Um and surprisingly enough, the claims were actually examined by the police, and they started to look into the events that had transpired over the past six years at the Saltikova estate. Wow. Yeah, so it's really interesting. So when Daria hears about this, she's obviously upset, and she really can't let out her anger anymore because Catherine the Great is now looking into this case. Mm-hmm. So she can't beat up anybody. She's going to explode. Yeah, she's 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is sort of like the perfect time for these two to have come forward because while Catherine had her flaws and Russia was just a ginormous mess of bad legislation and enslavement, she wanted to reform the country. Yeah, I mean, they're in the reform. It just takes a long, long it does. time. <laughs> like, you can't, this isn't like an overnight process. This is a fixed part of society. Yeah, people is, have to die off. Yes, yes <laughs> exactly. These evil people have to die, and then they'll it'll be fine. Um, so she wanted to reform the country and create laws that advocated for the lower class. She wanted to prove to the West, of, to the, the West that she could control Russia and make it this westernized nation because that was the that was what everybody wanted like the industrial revolution was about to start and um they were going to fall by the wayside and russia was going to be completely devoid of any sort of economical power because they couldn't be integrated into western culture because they weren't as advanced as they as the western nations were like britain and america's going to start having their revolution here pretty soon so um it's just she needed to fix the country, and the biggest problem was the enslavement of half of the nation. More than half of the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the one percenters, but worse. Yeah, exactly. On steroids. Exactly. She did, however, face a dilemma, and we talked about this briefly. Um, there were so many people who were beating their serfs to death. And she's not the only one. She's not the only one. But Daria is the only one who did it to this extent with that much brutality. Mm. Um, I don't want to say that all of those beatings were accidental, but I I would like to assume that they were beaten because of something that they had done that was pretty horrible or detrimental. I would like to think the best of people, but it may not always be like that. But Daria was just I mean, beating doing it. anyone to death right. under it's just any bad. circumstances. It's just bad. But in context and in comparison right. to Daria. Right, Daria's just like, mm, yeah, I don't like, like the way you're you dusting that. Yeah. yeah, it's like, what the hell? So, yeah. So, um, the number of murder victims that they had pointed out had reached 138 people. So, the number keeps fluctuating because there isn't a lot of evidence to find a solid number. Uh-huh. The max amount that I found was 147 and the least amount I found was 138. So that's a, that's like 10 people. That's not a lot. Those are still huge numbers. Right. Um. So yeah, so everybody was starting to take They're notice. They're all serial killers. Yeah, they're all serial killers. They're all horrible. So yeah, so Catherine the Great is now taking an interest you in go, this Catherine. case. You go, Catherine. Thank God. Cat. Yeah, and she's like... <laughs> The Great. Another The Great. Another Great. Peter The Great, Catherine The Great. They're called The Great for a reason. They're killing it. Yeah. So we're just going to end the second episode with that, and we're going to pour into the next episode and talk about Daria's imprisonment and what happens afterwards and all this good stuff. Justice for all of those people who passed away. So, yeah, thank you for listening, and click on episode three if you want to hear the rest of it. Bye. Bye!